and welcome to another new episode of You Died. I don't know why I pointed instead of doing the hand thing, but whatever. Um, I'm Ravi. This and is I'm Victoria. Victoria. We're not joined by Shay. He's taking a nice little break today. We do miss him, though. Shout out to our brother. But normally we'd start with what we're playing. Mm-hmm. But instead, I want to talk about E3. Okay. In our little E3 preview, you were so excited about Bethesda. Did they live up to your expectations? I mean, obviously not. Obviously not. But they did, I mean, yeah, they they did deliver for everybody else, right? Everybody else is like super excited. Uh, you know, I only care about, I only care about like a very specific Bethesda. Which is? Which is the whole like, you know, Elder Scrolls thing and mm. yeah. I was surprised that like, we you know we were talking about this before. We're joking about how they're going to like stretch out the teases for mm-hmm. um, Skyrim, or not Skyrim. For Elder Scrolls Six, mm-hmm. like you know, maybe this time they'll show the title or whatever. Even they did even less. Yeah, they did. <laughs> I know, so I'm not surprised. It's still coming, guys. Okay. Yeah. When? When? Meh. <laughs> oh, whenever, whenever it comes, you'll be ready. You'll be, we'll be ready, right? So. Well, I think the I more worrying thing, thing is they didn't show anything of Starfield either, and that's supposed to be the game that's coming before Elder Scrolls Six, mm-hmm. and that also got a. We're working on it. Well, yeah, they don't want to, they probably don't want to shoot themselves in the foot, right? I mean, it's like, I mean, as part of our tradition of always mentioning Red Dead for some reason. (laughs) No, but like, you know, like when Red Dead, right, was first shown a little bit, just like a tiny little bit, people like, oh, throwing bricks and throwing stones and everything already. It's just, just how it goes, just how it goes. I just wanted like, you know, I love how there's this cottage industry of like, YouTube videos of people like overanalyzing 30 second trailers. Yes. You know, you have like yes. the 10 minute video based on 30 second trailer. I just wanted to throw those guys a bone. I wanted to see how much they could have done with like, if you just, if you just put it like a, t- a static screenshot mm-hmm. and then people go, oh my God, you can totally tell it's set in the year like, you know, 4082. Just stuff like that. Like, <laughs> it's amazing how much stuff they spot. Um, what was that trailer that had a uh, Keanu in it? And everybody was like, Cyberpunk. So nuts over that. Like, that was analyzed to death. <laughs> right? I mean, at least that was like a five minute plus thing, right? <laughs> no, but like, speaking of. Speaking of Keanu, speaking of like John Wick and stuff like that, um, there was that VR game and I thought of you immediately. I'm so sure that you're going to want to play that one. Uh, uh, Pistol Whip. Did you see Ooh, that? No, I did not see that actually. So it's kind of like very, it's very like the first John Wick, but it's a, okay, I didn't, I didn't look at it too closely because I don't care about VR, but it's supposed to be like, um, like a, like a gunfight hero thing, but it's also kind of beat based. And the whole thing is VR, but the whole thing is very stylized and very, um, it's very artsy. Let's just put it that way. Okay, so the problem is the beat-based stuff, because I have no (laughs) rhythm at all. Just to digress into the stuff we're playing, I'm playing Cadence of Hyrule, the Zelda-like beat game. There's a meter at the bottom which tells you where the beat is, so I'm Mm -hmm. staring at the meter at the bottom, which means I'm not looking at myself or the enemies, and I'm just trying to get my... But you can't look at the beat. That's the trick. Whenever you play these beat games, you can't look at the beat meter. Don't give me that whole, you got to feel the rhythm. No! (laughs) Because I don't don't feel the rhythm. I don't get... Maybe you just have to play the game like... Yeah, you just have to play the game and then know that there's a a soundtrack. Mm. You know, as opposed to... I'm just saying. (laughs) Just a tip. Just a friendly tip. I was hoping for more VR stuff. I was hoping for more stuff in my Oculus Quest because mm-hmm. I really, really like Oculus Quest. Mm-hmm. The only problem with Oculus Quest is being a standalone VR headset. Mm-hmm. It's not one which has, um, you know, like it doesn't have the same level of ecosystem support that, say, like uh, the Rift or the Vive do because you can sort of play those two games with mm-hmm. each other, but you can't with the Quest. It's got to be developed for the Quest. I was a little bit disappointed that it wasn't that much more. There were a couple of like ports announced and things like that, but I, 
I know. I just always think that E3 is a really good time to come out all guns blazing with like, here's what we got. Check yeah. it out, right? And I guess they just didn't do that. Well, I guess they weren't ready. They're like, oh, E3's coming? Damn. We only just released it two months ago. Yeah, right? Um, no, but I'm more excited about... Oh, it's okay. You know, um, what's healing my Bethesda wound <laughs> is like, is Watch Dogs. Oh, yes! Me I'm too! I'm so psyched. And I don't even... I, don't, I didn't like the first Watch Dogs. That was so boring. I have such a low bar for these games. I like them all. <laughs> like, I, I just... The first one had all these really interesting ideas. Mm -hmm. And then you played it and it's like, okay, you picked the most, like, no offense, Chicago. You picked a really boring city, and you start in like the suburbs, so it's even more boring. Like your guy's generic like trench coat hat, he looks like a school shooter. Like it's just <laughs> the whole the whole thing is just so like it's it's it was so for something that should have been so rich, it just ended up being so dull. Yeah. And then I saw Watch Dogs Legion, and I'm like, oh, these ideas are good. Did you get really excited when you saw the old lady pop? <laughs> was that was that the main thing? You were like, yes, well, I gotta be an old lady. Okay, I know that I know the word NPC, non-player character, doesn't really apply, but you know what? People understand it. Like the the idea that you can recruit any NPC and make them a player character is really cool, and That's that they all have traits and stuff. It's almost like roguelikey. You know, it's got uh, that kind. Of, yeah. You know, like um, what's that game? That uh, Rogue Legacy. <gasps> Do you know who else randomly absorbs other things around <laughs> them and becomes the thing? <laughs> just saying. It's not about absorbing though. It's about just. Well. You know, inhabiting, but fine. But yeah, I, I just really liked, like you know, like Rogue Legacy. Every time you reincarnate yourself, or every time you get reincarnated, I guess you don't <laughs> do it to yourself. But every time you get reincarnated, <laughs> you come with a different like power, a different like um, a different uh, like ability. And it's the same thing with um, Void Bastards, which I, we mm. were talking about a couple of weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Every time you come back to life, you have a different like trait. Well, like, my first guy's trait was Smoker, where um, <laughs> it just means every once in a while he'll just cough. And alert enemies around. <laughs> You're like, oh, that's. Like... You're like, oh no. <laughs> Another one was um, I can't. Too I, real. Someone posted it online. That someone had like almost, like politeness, and the politeness <laughs> one means that every enemy is now tagged with like Mister something or Mrs something. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. I love a game where the makers obviously like just love being there, <laughs> right? And I, I don't know. I mean, obviously, like Watch Dogs is going to be a bit more serious than that. But I just like the idea of just these random, like, oh my god, what? This old lady's like plus five in assassinations. Right, wow. right, right. And she's like steely because of that, right? Like she's seen everything in life. Yeah, she can't that. run that fast, anything, but she can kill you really quickly, right? right. <laughs> but also, did you know the designer behind Watch Dogs Legion? No. Uh, it's Clint Hawking, and okay. that was one of the reasons I was really excited. Before I even heard about what was happening, when I found out he was involved, I got really excited because. So he's done a, he did Far Cry 2. Did you ever play Far oh, Cry 2? Oh, yeah. Your face kind of shows like, oh, that game was kind of bad. Huh? No, like, I mean, no, I, I, I was okay with it, but yeah. I understand how like a lot of people find that game really annoying. And mm. I also found it very annoying in many ways. I mean, it's annoying compared have, with the other Far Cry's. I mean, yeah, because you have malaria for crying out loud. <laughs> like, you need to take pills. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's not a... It's not fun. Yeah, it's not fun. Yeah. Right, exactly. But I just like how challenging the game was in so many ways in terms of like, you know, like the guns jamming mean you have to suddenly, you can't just sit behind cover and just keep like, da da da. You gotta it's be like, annoying. it's annoying, but I like the way that, I like the way he thinks. Even if I didn't quite like the execution of it, mm. I liked like the thought process that went into this of like, you know what, no, let's just drag people out of their comfort zones. Let's just like throw them okay. in different situations. Let's make, force them to like improvise. Yeah, again, I didn't think the execution was right, but I'm like, oh, I wanna see more from you. And then when I saw like, when I saw he was involved and I saw the mechanic, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> this seems like a Clint Hawking game. It's cool. Right. Like he's going to overthink a bunch of things. Mm -hmm. and 
The yeah. only thing I don't like. The old lady definitely 100% has arthritis. <laughs> I see it. I, I get it now. But what does that mean in? Does she have to take like a pill every five minutes? Like, what, what does that mean in game? What's the in-game impact? Gonna What's be the yeah? Like you have a like yeah. you have a pain meter, or it, like eats into your life, <laughs> right? Like your your life meter, like every so often, like the controller vibrates because your knee hurts. <laughs> like wow, that's real fun. I really uh, yeah, I want something like that. I really really want something like that. <laughs> um, the only thing I'm really worried about with Watch Dogs Legion, and the one thing I hate about Ubisoft games is the whole like we're not political, we're not being political. Mm. But then you said it in like post-Brexit Britain, but you're like. But hey, hey, no politics, no politics. And like Far Cry Five was like the whole. Is it Far, well, one of the Far Cry games has a thing where you got to steal like, basically, a blonde president's pee tape. That was, or something oh, like yeah, and it's just like right. hey, but we're not political, we're not making a point, we're not making a point. <laughs> and I think like uh, Division Two is set in like ruined Washington D.C. Like clean yes. up the swamp. Yes. Like, but we're not being political. Yes. We're just telling you to clean up the swamp, but it's not political. And it's like I did like Division. It's very un me to like Division, but I did mm, like it. Yeah. And I don't care it's not that i want the games to be political it's just like you can't have it both ways you can't sail too close to these themes and then be like oh hey we're not making commentary but we're going to say it in like a ruined post-brexit britain but we're not coming it's, it's not making commentary but it's like having like a cheeky laugh i guess yeah and like yeah, no, you can have a cheeky yeah. laugh just go one way or the other you can't like <laughs> pretend to be all like edgy but also then not that bother me what, what else was on your list oh um some stuff that was very on me actually. Um, I was very drawn to Spiritfarer. Oh, that looked good. Uh, it did look really good, and it looks very exciting. Um, wait, let me rephrase that. It looked exciting to me in terms of being excited about the game, <laughs> but it looks it looked really unexciting. Like it looked very animal. Well, it looked crossing. very chill. It looked very chill. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I like you know I... how much I you know how much I dislike Animal Crossing. How, Which like, just, I don't understand. It's just so dull and so placid and like all these like running around and collecting things. So you, but you don't like so you don't like placid Animal Crossing, but you also don't like the game which gives you malaria. So. Which one is it? <laughs> I mean, I don't want to be afflicted with something. I want to be like free and like r run faster than like I can in real life and not just like be like, oh, I'm just going to walk to this place slowly and then the screens are going to like transition like, oh, come on. But Spiritfarer looked really sweet. Um, I don't, I mean, first of all, the artwork was the main thing. I like the, the idea that mm. you were ferrying people across worlds. It looked like, if, it, if you had to have a placid mission, it shouldn't be that you're collecting like seven acorns for Mr. So-and-so. At least you're like ferrying a spirit. I don't know. It seemed very romantic. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I, I liked it too. I also had the same Animal Crossing vibes. I can't remember. I tweeted, I tweeted something that was very funny at the time, but I don't actually remember what it was. It clearly wasn't funny at all. Uh, but it was something about it being very anim like Microsoft Animal Crossing. It did have that kind of feel to it. Do you... Yeah, you know, so I, I can see like that's a game I would buy on the Switch so that I could play it on the go a little bit and like not, you know. I think it is, it's on Xbox and Switch. It's right? on Xbox for sure. I think um, it's on Switch as well. Yeah. Um, speaking of Xbox, so they had obviously the one of the most, the biggest spotlights on them because there was no Sony and they had Keanu Reeves, who's breathtaking. Yes, um, yes. Very good rendering. Very good rendering. Yeah. Um, but like, oh. they also unveiled their new console. Sort of. Project right. Scarlet. What All did you right. think? Did you want more? Did you want were you happy wanted, what they gave you? Uh, it just looked like another upgrade to me, to be honest. So I was like, mm, okay. But Do you have okay. the X? Yes. Okay. So um, I would feel insecure. Okay, this is the thing, right? Like I would feel insecure not having the Scarlet. <laughs> I, I'm preaching to the choir here, I know. But at the same time, if it's not like a humongous upgrade, I would feel like 
Man, I just got the, the, the X like what? I just got it like a year and a half ago? Like, two years ago? Yeah, like two years ago. I, I mean, my... it, I expect my consoles to last like three years, four years. Yeah. Yeah. I know these like I know these generations have become longer and longer. We went from like four to five years to yeah. seven to eight. Yeah. I think the weird thing for me with Scarlet versus the X is like I think the X had a really clear selling point, right? Mm -hmm. Xbox S is your base console, 1080p. The X, 4K. Yeah. Okay, what's Scarlet's selling point? Don't tell me 8K because 8K TVs don't aren't really a thing. Right. So what's the and there are no exclusive games for it yet. I mean, it's just more future-proof because the processor is better. That's it, right? It just feels very incremental. Surely, the, I mean, the thing is, I'm, I'm sure Microsoft have an answer to this. I'm sure they have like a. I'm sure they've thought this through. To, so, but that's why I'm. I'm not. Extra so amazing connect is coming. Oh God! <laughs> it's not that I'm. It's, I'm it not, must be. This is not one of the things I'm disappointed with Microsoft so much as it's like, I just wonder what that selling point is. I wonder what's going to be because the only thing they really talked about that was different here was the loading times are going to be like instantaneous, instantaneous. Well, yeah, because it's just, yeah. But Sony said the same thing a month ago in Wired. Mm. So, yes. like, you had a month to, like, kind of react and kind of one-up Sony, and you didn't. Which I just think, that's the thing. It's like how all the phones are the same now, right? So all the consoles are the but same. But that's the thing which left me a little Kind like, of pushing, yeah. And the thing that Microsoft has that, you know, you know I'm big on cloud gaming. Mm -hmm. xCloud again. Right. Like, so Stadia had their announcement. Let's mm -hmm. go to Stadia first. And I thought that was, did you see any of that stuff? No. Okay. I mean, I heard about it from you nonstop. Yes, nonstop. Like so on who, needs to, who needs to even, <laughs> yeah, I didn't have to watch any of it, just so you guys know. Um, yeah, Stadia's pitch was really weird. Their whole show was really weird because they started off by going, hey, and guess what? For our premium subscribers, we have, uh, for, for the guys who demand a little more, we have something a little special for you. And it's like, but you haven't told us what the base offering is. Right. Right? So you, how have you gone straight to the, and here's the premium tier, without telling us what the normal tier is? And I feel like if you'd sold it as like, the most powerful console in the world, unlimited power thing, and it's free. You can access anyone for free, you know, and then, but right. hey, but if you want a little more, we've also got this. <laughs> but instead it was sold as like, hey, 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 PS is a free thing. Like, what? Well. Yeah, so the whole thing was really disappointing. And then you got to Microsoft's xCloud stuff. And I was like, okay, cool. Now's the time for you to blow them out of the water. Now's the time for right, you to do... Right, because you're Microsoft. You have, all the, you have all the networks. You have Azure. You have everything. You yeah. have everything. You have all the games lined up. You have, sure. you have the infrastructure here to do to Google what Sony did to Microsoft when the yeah. Xbox One was unveiled, right? Just yeah. completely, like, slap them in the face, right? <laughs> and they did nothing of the sort. They were just kind of like, cool, Xbox real, it's coming. Look, people can play it. Like, you Coming two, sometime. Right, like, same again. Mm. Right, I know. So that really disappointed me. I was really hoping for more from that. I know. And as an Xbox, imagine how I feel. <laughs> you are an Xbox? Yes. I, and you are a Sony. I'm a Sony? No, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm totally a Switch, right? You like, are a I'm Switch. Totally a Switch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not wearing the red shirt of a Switch. But, um, so I guess it's a good time to move on to Nintendo. Yes. So, Actually, no. I want to sneak one thing in because it... What did you think of Animal Crossing? Uh... Oh. The, the, the unveil of Animal Crossing? Whatever. Why are people so excited? Explain this to me. No, explain this to me. Okay, give me the dummies rundown. Give me the, okay. the anti-Animal Crossing rundown. Anti? The pro-Animal Crossing? No, I mean for, for the anti. Okay. For the anti. Um, Animal Crossing is... Okay, Nintendo's all been about the whole blue sky thing, right? They've been okay. all, or the blue ocean thing, sorry. Blue ocean thing, where they want to get reach everyone in gaming. They don't okay. just want to reach the gamers like Sony and Microsoft. They want to reach everyone, right? Mm-hmm. They did that with kind of like brain training and stuff like that. Animal Crossing to me is the best mix between 
being a game that gamers can play mm -hmm. and being like something which non-gamers can play. Kay. It's like, for instance, the one my wife doesn't play games except sure. for Pokemon Go. Mm -hmm. This is the one game she plays. This is the one game she has like a 3DS4 is Animal Crossing. It, it fits right in the middle of that where it's just enough, just compelling enough and deep is the wrong word, but it has enough to it that you can be... It has enough like human psychology built in. It has enough meat to it to, like, to make it something for a gamer to play. Sure. But it's also something that's light enough and simple enough that a non-gamer can play. I mean, there are all these like crazy emotional stories on Reddit of people like, playing with their moms and dads and things like that and you know, sharing their talents and all that. Right. Um, so it's got, I think it's got that cross appeal. Okay. Um, and also it's just a really... Like there's nothing else like it. No one else makes a game like Animal Crossing. So if you want to scratch that itch, I mean, what is this of, itch? This placid itch? Like, what is the itch? What this, is the like, itch? This placid, like, kind of transporting yourself to this peaceful little world, doing simple, doing simple things. Okay. You know, because I mean, if you okay, look, if you, it's very easy to reduce Animal Crossing to something kind of almost insulting, like you're just doing tasks for other people and paying off your debt. That sucks. I mean, that's a lot of games, so I, I yeah. won't. I won't. I, I won't mean, do you, that you can say that with Lego. Lego is like just building IKEA furniture, but. <laughs> more steps, you know, like it's, it's, you can kind of be that reductive. But to me, the, okay, so tell me about the new one. Why is everybody, why has everybody lost their minds? Uh, well, I think to be honest, everyone's lost their minds just because it's a new Animal Crossing. And everyone's been waiting for them for ages. So a lot of it is just that. On the flip side, I think the idea that now you can customize the whole island okay. and not just your one little house yes. is cool. That is cool. Um, but I will I be frustrated that the customization is too basic? I mean, what are you what are you looking for? Here? I think when I think when I realized I could customize my house in Animal Crossing, I for some reason expected The Sims, <laughs> and did not get it. You may now buy a different bed sheet. Mm. Like I was like, hmm. but then you can make your bed sheet match, like your floor and your rug and your walls. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, but yes, okay, new Animal Crossing. So you are very psyched, yes? I'm psyched. Okay. I'm not very psyched. Animal Crossing is, I like Animal Crossing. It's not like one of my favorite absolute ones. You're not time. allowed to be super psyched because it, 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 it does away with the, the whole <laughs> ethos of the game. <laughs> You're not allowed to be too excitable. No, I think it's more that like, I like it. I just don't, it's, it's just, it's not one of my absolute favorite <laughs> Nintendo franchises. There is more and there's others. Like I'm more excited about Luigi's Mansion mm -hmm. and the Link's Awakening remake. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That looks so adorable. So adorable. Okay, I'm going to slip one thing in before we talk about the main thing. Because mm -hmm. we have to talk yeah. about that. So I'm super excited about Gods and Monsters. Cause oh, that's the... That's the, 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 the Zelda... Ubisoft, right? Ubisoft Zelda-like. Um, it's made by the Assassin's Creed Odyssey yeah, yeah. makers. Yeah, uh, Ubisoft, yeah. Mm. And uh, I'm... Well, as an Assassin's Creed fan and as a new Zelda fan, yes. I'm super psyched. Like, it looks great. It looks like such an homage. To, to Breath of the Wild, but... You could play the homage, or you could play the actual sequel to Breath of the Wild. Correct. Coming at some indeterminate point. I know. Which is why I'm, I'm wearing so this shirt today. My shirt today is a Majora's Mask shirt, because Breath of the Wild 2 looks like it's going to be like what Majora's Mask was to the original, uh, to, to Ocarina of Time. Mm. The kind of darker, more twisted sequel, so hence... Yes. I love this shirt. Shout um, out to my dudes at the King of Games. Um, I mean, speaking of darker, I mean, that's, that's the thing, right? Like, remember I told you at the very beginning when I started playing Breath of the Wild that I found some sequences and some, some of the theme music quite creepy? Mm -hmm. And you were like, I don't get it. And now I get why you say that, because, yeah. It could have gone creepier. <laughs> it could have gone way creepier. I mean, when I saw the trailer for Breath of the Wild 2, I was like, oh... It's scary. It's, it's actually dark-ish. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. dark-ish, yeah. Um, I get I that now. I was 
So it's funny because it seems to scratch. Okay, maybe, okay, as always, people are reading way too much into the little trailers, including me, right? <laughs> and it seems to scratch a bunch of itches that people didn't weren't scratched with Breath of the Wild. So Breath of the Wild, as you know, doesn't really have proper full dungeons. It's just got those little shrines and the divine beasts, but those yes. are never as meaty as a real Zelda dungeon. This being like an underground-y thing, people are like, ooh, maybe it's a dungeon. So you're thinking like discovery and maze-like stuff mm. and so on? The other thing is um, Zelda Trishing has a lot of underground spaces, a lot of caves, a lot of like things under the overworld. Mm -hmm. And that really wasn't in Breath. That's one thing Breath of the Wild didn't really have is a lot of like cavey areas. There were a couple, but not too many. And this again, you're literally they're literally like kind of going around this giant cave with a weird pack animal, elephant, buffalo thing. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what the thing was, but it was cute. <laughs> what? It was very right. Princess Mononoke, right? It was very, right, very, right. very Ghibli. Right. Um, but also, Zelda mm -hmm. had a haircut. Yes. Which might mean she's which playable. Because her hair looks like it's more practical to be animated and move around a lot. Is that what it is? Mm. Why, why can't you have long hair and play? Princess Peach is... You can, but it's just more annoying because you've got to animate long hair flapping around. And you can't animate a tail, you can't animate hair. Uh, well, tails, are like, tails have tails like rigidity to them, right? Where <laughs> hair flaps. So oh. that's one of the reasons people are going, ooh, for hair shorter, does that mean... You've really watched, read a lot into this then. You're like, short hair, you must be playable. I mean, why else would you do it? Every other, every other version of Zelda um, has... Have game. there been other games where Zelda's playable? I don't know this. Yes. Yes. Um, like, famously, there's a really, really old CDI game. Like, okay. a, for the Philips CDI, which is terrible. Like, wow. Was it, is it Wand of Gamelon? Something like that. Sure. Um, but not properly full-on playable. Not playable like this. Of course, your favorite Hyrule Warriors, she's playable in. Um, oh, okay. She's okay. sort of playable in, like, Spirit Tracks. Okay. So there are other games where... But not... To nothing like this. Nothing even uh. close to this. Smash Brothers. <laughs> yeah, okay. Smash so, Brothers. And Wait. this is good timing for Breath of the Wild 2 because yes. you just finished Breath of the Wild 1. Finally. But this is the thing. Okay, wait. Don't celebrate because I'm pissed. Oh no. What, did you, what have you done? I didn't know. I mean, this is illogical. I didn't know that if you like finish the castle, you finish the whole game and you can't go back. You can go back. You just can't go back to after the castle is conquered. You just go back to just before you conquer. Yes, the then you have to conquer the castle again, right? In order to finish, finish the game. It's just very annoying because I hadn't finished that last. I hadn't finished that island, as the, that shrine. I mean, I hadn't finished that shrine, which was the island that you had to like. Just go back and do it. I'm just so annoyed because when it was over, it was like you know you had that nice it's over feeling, but I was like, because <laughs> <laughs> just go back and do it. I know, it just annoys me because like, you know, I wanted to like finish all the shrines and then get the castle. I didn't know. I just thought the castle was like another shrine to do. Okay, well, why don't you look at it this way? I mean, it's illogical because obviously when you de defeat Ganon, all the monsters are gone. Mm. Duh. But, but duh. So, question for you then. How did you feel about, have you done the DLC? I haven't done the DLC. So, why don't you so, look at it that way? Like, just look at like the island as one of the DLC extra tasks. Mm, fair enough. I did really like it though. And, okay, wait, I have a question. I mean, this is not a spoiler because I'm like two, late, two years late <laughs> to the game, right? Okay, great. The sequel's been announced. I think we're, I think we're good. Okay, we're good. Um, has, has Link always been together with Mifa? Is this a new, like that, oh, the fish girl? She, no, she's, she's new in this game. Okay. But so, in Ocarina of Time, mm -hmm. there was also a, a member of the Zora race, a female member of the Zora race who... They met, they met as kids and she was like, ha, ah, you got to marry me when I'm older. And then they did. They flipped to older and then she had to become like a sage, which meant she'd get locked up forever in some like and then spirit she... temple place. Okay. Which, but so 
there's so there was there's always been some flirtiness between Link and the Zora race, put it that way. I see. So Link is never with Zelda. It's never properly. It's just the same way, like the same way that Mario and Peach are never really together, even though they hang out all the time. And he's he, always saving her. Yeah. Right. Like he's he's his prince. Mm. Right. So it's never it's never really spelt out. Okay, because I thought it was like it's a safe I assumption. Weird, I thought it was weird that he was like I, I had come into the game, as I say again, completely new to the whole thing. Right. Like I have no prior feelings about Zelda and Link and whatever. But the whole time, right, and that she's got that voice and she's always in his head and da 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 And then I realized that like, he was engaged to someone else. It felt like he was he's cheating. Not, he's not engaged to Mipha. They're just sort of... No, they were like engaged or whatever and then like she gave him his, I don't know what, shield or something and then she like dies and then... But, but you know, she... Like, then she... Yeah, but she's And everybody's she's like, dead. oh, how could like, how could like, you know, she be in love with you and like not she one did, of though. us and... My point is, she did. I, like she died a year. I'm expecting like hundred years before the game. I'm expecting him and Zelda to be like each other's like MFEOs, not and made for each other's. No. <laughs> not like, not like he was like running around with other women, and then he always had this like, what? But but again, like this, the she died a hundred years before the game takes place. <laughs> I think that's long enough that like, okay, it's time to move on now, man. It's been one hundred years. Also, how come at the end of it? Link and Zelda don't have like a better reunion. She still feels like a ghost. I know she didn't die. She was like trapped I don't in remember. the thing. Like at the end of it, it was very like, hello, I'm here. Right? Hello. Right? That's like, that's a. <laughs> that's why I changed the language <laughs> to Japanese. I'm because, here. Oh, because is she not the, like this? In, the voice acting is. is well, she I can't not like tell. This in she Japan? Might be, I mean, that's the thing. She might be really. It, the voice acting might be really bad in Japanese, <laughs> but I can't tell. The it voice acting is very comical in English. Um, but yeah, and, obvi- and Link never ever speaks ever in any of the franchises. No, that's his thing. Yeah, he yeah. can play the ocarina, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's not speaking, is it? <laughs> I mean, fine. Yeah, he has breath, I guess. <laughs> of the wild. <laughs> I was just like, I just thought it was very weird. And then at the end of it, he was all like, oh, it's you. The shimmering eyes with the, the water. And Anime she's shimmering like, eyes, yeah. Right. And then she's like, yes, finally you saved me. Like, huh? What about the, like your fiance, your dead fiance? Okay, did you get all of the memories? I got half of the memories. I think there were like eight, right, to collect. I had okay, like well, four. twelve, I think. Oh crap! Okay, then I had less than half. Well, here is why you don't see any of that stuff, because all of that is the backstory you needed. No, but like, how did you end up like being engaged to someone else then, if you even had a backstory? I'm so offended. I think my take on it was, Link and Myth are really good friends. It's semi-unrequited. I think they're close, but <gasps> I don't... Unrequited? I, I don't think he feels about her the same way that she feels about him. <sighs> I don't think so. Also, he's human slash alien, and she's a fish. So there's also that kind of weird literal chemistry thing going on. I mean, beyond they're all humanoid, so beyond, I assume it's okay. Beyond that, I think it's semi-unrequited. But... If you unlock all the memories, you see Link and Zelda slowly grow closer. With each memory, like they slowly grow closer. They've had like twenty games to grow close. He's not allowed this to hook up with anybody this else. This is a new incarnation. Ugh. And also, he's—it's semi-implied that he's in love with like the stable girl in one of the other games. So that's a whole other story. Oh, whatever. But like, um, anyway, I thought that would really like. They grow like, closer and closer, and Zelda really, like, separated it for me. Zelda's story is all she finally unlocks her power to save his life when he's about to die. So clearly, those two are like. Mm. A thing. That's great. 
You seem so unimpressed. You want the fish to win. No, I just want the fish to not exist. <laughs> she died a hundred years ago. <laughs> what more do you want? What more do you want? So Fine. overall, feelings? Uh, about? The game, not oh, the Oh, the game. Oh, so epic. I will... Yeah, this is one of those games that I will always hold on to, I think. Like, emotionally. Now I get it. It's just that feeling for me of just like, you know, you get into the field and you're like, the possibilities are literally, and you just see it all unfold in front of you. I just couldn't believe, like, it just felt like such a saga, right? Because of every, um, I mean, it was just so well built. It was so well thought out. It was so well paced. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, there was always like a thing to do. You would always encounter something. And then, okay, let's take on one of the the beasts. Okay. Uh, Oh, big one. Whoa, beast. And then the Ganon thing comes out. You're like, oh, okay, effort. But that's the amazing thing about about the pacing is that, it's not really paced at the same time, and right. yet somehow you, you the pacing are in control. works. Yeah. It's like you're in control, but somehow... Somehow they managed to like distill this kind of like secret sauce. I remember like one of my friends is a game designer, um, and he was just like losing his mind because he's like, for years I complained that Nintendo's so backwards, they don't follow like, all open world principles, and they make their first open world game and it's perfect. What the hell? What the hell? What right. the hell? Right? <laughs> he's just right. like, I don't understand this. Right. How does this happen? Right. People have been tweaking and tweaking the open world thing. And suddenly you're just you're just like watching from afar, just like studying everybody, and then you just like execute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just like very precisely, like ooh, cool, we did it better. <laughs> how you how you doing, right? I but know. yeah, I to me it's like it's the open worldness. It's just you just you stand in the field and you just look around. And you go like, well, I can go anywhere. I know Skyrim has that, and Shay isn't here to eye roll us. I know Skyrim <laughs> has that thing about like. Uh, you know, you can go there. Right? You look at the mountain in the distance, and you can go there. But Skyrim being so realistic, the mountains. Are mountains right right in Zelda it's like that mountain has a crack it's like literally cleaved in half there's a flying thing over there there's a huge like cherry I blossom like that. over there like, it's so rewarding that those those little puzzles and everything oh and oh by the way I totally accidentally cheated getting up to the castle because I it's not cheat whatever right, you it's not cheat <laughs> exactly exactly like I love that right the mm. same thing right like I looked at the map of the castle and it, it was very clear that you would have to like, there were gates and you had to follow the thing and you would like encounter many monsters along the way. Da, 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 da. But I accidentally um, got in through one of the towers and I just like <laughs> glided over to the back of the castle and just climbed up. And, no, that's, that's, and I was there. that's valid. Whoa. It's a valid way of doing it. Yeah, I just climbed up and then there was, okay, there was like a few guardians that were trying to like shoot at me and then just avoided them. And I was there, and they were like, "You're in the inner sanctum." <laughs> Boom! Ganon is here. I was like, "What?" Have you seen any speedruns? Yeah, I I have. Oh, have you seen God. how they do it? With I haven't like seen the... how they speedrun Ganon, so I need to see that. Have you yeah. seen how they get to the castle to begin with, though? How no. they fast travel, basically. No. They you see the stasis. They use stasis on a rock, and then they hit a rock a bunch of times so that it start it'll fly when uh-huh. it with stasis like mm-hmm. ends. Then they then they grab onto the rock. How? I don't know, but they grab or they or they or they jump on top of the rock. Oh so my god! So that when the rock flies into the oh, distance, you just... they fly on it. Oh my god! Yeah, that is so it's ingenious. So it's so clever. But the, Breath of, the wild, Breath of the Wild must be such a great speedrunner's like like <laughs> heaven, right? <laughs> so many tools. Yeah, because it's not just about doing this one thing over and over again until you get perfect. It's like there's yeah. this and there's this and there's this and, this and all these interlocking systems, which you can totally see somebody in like a year going. Finding something that nobody else had thought of. Right. Right. Like finding the stasis thing, for example, right? Everybody mm. had done a quick glide, a quick climb, mm. whatever. This guy goes, poo. Yeah, and then someone else is like, actually, if you use ice on this, and then they're like, you know. Right. The thing, the other thing I really loved is, you know, Zelda games are always so big about being gated. Everything is always mm-hmm. like, you know, 
this, and then you unlock this next part of the map. Then you you know get this item, and you unlock this part of the map, and that and that part of the map is another item which unlocks this part. You know, it's always like very the progression. And it's good progression. It's very clear and simple. With Breath of the Wild, um, I remember encountering a puzzle. I was just I was just like walking around. I encountered a puzzle. And I didn't know how to. And I just looked at the puzzle. I didn't know how to do it. I'm like, cool. This must be something I come back to later. Let me just file it away in my brain and come back to it. And I stopped and went, no, hang on. We don't get any more abilities, really. Like you don't get right. any more like right. game changing abilities. Right. I have all the tools I need to solve this puzzle. The only, I should do it. Yeah, the only thing is I haven't figured it out here. So, right. yeah, that openness is just like mind blowing. Like literally right. anything can be tackled at any time. Right. Just, I, 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 it was just crazy that like somebody who was like you know sometimes you get like overpowered and overpowerful in a game and then it becomes boring. Mm-hmm. You're never like under or overpowerful. It's it's so it's so good. I think one thing is like if you look at like um, uh, you know like. The, the, for me, obviously, the most epic moment in Breath of the Wild is as soon as you just walk out for the first time and the music swells up and mm-hmm. then like, you show the whole kingdom and the mm-hmm. and you know you get the title, you get the logo on the bottom. It's just beautiful. But to me, actually, one of the most probably the most telling moment of the whole game isn't that. It's the one that comes like maybe an hour later after you do the first three shrines mm-hmm. uh, and then you get the and then the paraglider. actual, the actual you get the paraglider. Oh, and then the and then the old man and then suddenly your quest pops up with destroy Ganon and it was just like you've gone straight from you know you've done like. Uh, tutorial quest one, tutorial quest two. Okay, here's the end game quest. Boom. Right. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead now. If you want to go destroy Ganon, go nuts. You can't because you only have three hearts. And you're gonna die. Right. But if you're good enough, you could. Has anybody tried? I'm sure. Oh, I'm tried. sure. Yeah. No, I mean all the speedrunners. They don't have time to get more hearts. They just go straight to Ganon. Right. They just be super skillful. <laughs> don't die at all. Don't take any damage. If you're good enough, it's possible. I saw I somebody do the castle like basically naked. I was like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> naked with like. A wooden, like the first sword he has. How? I was like, ah, okay. So I wonder. Uh, a lot of sneaking. That was the answer. Mm. I wonder how they're going to do this for just quickly. I wonder how they're going to deal with Breath of the Wild too, because the world is so beautiful. The world is clearly the star of this game. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to explore the same world again. And I feel like the same world with a few tweaks may not quite work. But um, building a whole new world is a pain in the ass. So I don't know what the answer is here. Maybe they can build a different terrain on the same world. So there can be like, oh, Ganon, whatever, rises again, big earthquake. So this part that was a mountain is now a valley, mm. and this bit is now a river, and, you know, but it's kind of the same shape. Mm, that's true. I think, so did you ever play Majora's Mask? No. That was the beautiful thing about Majora's Mask, was the way it deliberately subverted your expectations. Like, mm-hmm. it took the character model of someone who was, uh, I'm just making something up, someone who was, like, nice before, and then sure. they kind of, like, so you already have this inbuilt expectation. Oh, cool. Hey, you're... Oh, no, you're kind of mean now. Oh, um, or, okay. you know, like it just, it just loved to like kind of play around with you in that way. Interesting. Um, so maybe they do the same here where you're like, oh, I know this area. This area is totally the, you know, like the dark ruins. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's really bright. Oh, this area is that <laughs> island where they took away all your weapons. Oh, now they give me all the weapons. What do I... You know, right. I don't know. I was just thinking like the, the area that's really hot with all the rock guys. Yeah, that could be like really icy <laughs> or something. It'd be funny. Yeah, they'd be fun. like, "Please save us!" They're like shivering. They can't deal with it. You should probably play Majora's Mask at some point. It is really one of the best Zelda games. I have to go to your house again. I don't have the right equipment to play Majora's Mask. <laughs> Hopefully, it gets released like Link's Awakening. Though. Anyway, oops. Anyway, that's it for us. Hope you guys have enjoyed. We'll be back next week with another episode of You Die. Bye.